Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Quest AM 1160, the Quest Atlanta Spring Pledge Drive. I'm Maria Forbes from Mary Our Queen and Peachtree Corners, and I have the great pleasure of co-hosting this hour with Father Gaurav Shroff, pastor of Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Carrollton, Georgia. Hi, Father. Good morning. Hey, Maria. It's great to be here. I, if you're just turning in, tuning in, everyone, we're broadcasting live for three days, bringing you amazing local guests like Father Garoff. We decided at some point this morning, I'm told, we're going to talk about our our Irish surnames, which is really funny to us because neither of us have <laughs> any Irish in our our background. I'm Italian, Father. My fam- my family's from India, so no, but I have been to Ireland several times, and I love the country. Absolutely, it's one of my favorite places. Oh, that's great. That's great. I have never been. Um, Well, we're going to have a great hour this morning. Father, will you lead us in an opening prayer? Absolutely. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks and praise. And through the intercession of St. Patrick today, ask, Lord, that everyone who's listening, all those who are praying here, everyone whom this program touches, be blessed, and they grow closer to you, closer to our Mother Mary. Mother Mary, patroness of the Archdiocese, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Rachel, any updates to kick off this hour? Pledge goals, gifts available, yes. anything going on? Yes, we have lots of updates, so thank you guys for listening. Um, if you were listening last hour, you heard Tony UV from Versprite, and um, he was offering to match dollar for dollar every donation in the 9 a.m. hour. So we got a couple more donations come in during the commercial break, so I just want to honor those donors and give a big thank you. So we've got uh, Barb S. from Marietta, Carol T. from Atlanta, Johanna B. from Marietta, and Colin E. from Coming. Colin, it says a uh, second pledge for Tony. So thank you guys so much for your donations coming in and that little commercial break. Um, you guys rock. Please keep calling this hour. Uh, we've got, let's see, we're in hour eight of the pledge drive. So keep calling. Uh, the phone number is 470-508-1160. Would you guys like to know our goal for this hour? Sure. Yeah. All right. So our goal this hour is to get 20 calls, 20 donors. All right. So call in. What's that number again, Maria? That number is 470-508-1160. And we also have a matching gift this hour. Let me see. So our matching gift is $2,000 for this hour. So that means that up to $2,000, every dollar you donate during Maria and Father's Hour um, it will be matched up to $2,000. So please call in, um, get those phone lines ringing. I'd like to see this light in our studio flash so that I know we're calling. So 470-508-1160. Thank you, Rachel. We're so excited to be on air live with you today to raise these critical funds. We need to maintain the station and really continue to grow and share the message of God's love. So much has changed for us in this unprecedented year. And I think the hardest change was being separated from family and friends and co-workers. But Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, The Quest, is on air. And is it's been such a great resource to, to meet us right where we are. That can be in the car, at home, where a lot of us were most of the year, um, or on the app while you're walking or exercising. And it's really going to inspire, inspire us and encourage us to... Um, through real and meaningful Catholic conversations all day long. So join us in Seeking His Kingdom. Our team is waiting to speak with you at 470-508-1160. We're talking about discovering and living your God-given vocation this hour with Father Garov. And I know you are going to be so inspired by his story. Father, you experienced something at an early age at St. Xavier Hall in the school choir as a non-Catholic young man. And the choir experience seemed to be the beginning of a life vocation. Will you tell us about the music that inspired your faith? Sure, Maria. Um, it really, music was a part of my life growing up I, in a Hindu family. And my dad was really into music. And it was as a teenager that um, I started getting involved in the school choir, um, but also really discovered the heritage of the church's music, um, Gregorian chant and polyphony. And there's something about the beauty of that music that really pierced my heart and made me want to know more. That's the only way I described it. I was wounded by this beauty. And I was like, what produced this music? It was incredible. 
So a big question. It left you with the question of what is this? What is this? Where did it come from? What is the world that produced this? Yeah, so interesting. Music is very powerful. Um, Absolutely. You know, and everyone, if you've been listening for a while or you're new to the quest, we invite you to share the quest with your friends and family. We're 100% listener supported station. So that means our funding is totally up to you to stay on the air with great programs. So call us now at 470-508-1160 to be part of this mission. And that number is 470-508-1160. 1160, or you can go to thequestatlanta.com and click the donate button. Let's hear more about Father's story here. The the music is such a powerful connection. And Father, after that experience, you studied church history much deeper to understand what you refer to as the genius behind Georgian chants. Were there life events that followed this deep study of the music and and what happened there? What feelings did, did this, these life events provoke as you were moving through this study? Absolutely. The, the thing about chant is it, it, it's very otherworldly. So Gregorian chant will take you out of, your, out of this world. And that's what I felt. I felt like I was in a completely different place. And it was, it was a way of, of initially escaping, but also just trying to be in, commun- in communion with the divine as I understood it, which I didn't really that, at that time. Um, and... That study really led me to discover the church. I was in a Catholic school at the time, but really get to understand the history of the church. Um, and you know, the thing about, think about a radio station, you know, you think about radio with talk, you think about radio also with music. Um, it's important. It's important that we touch base with that desire that we have for beauty, that desire that we have for meaning. And something like the quest can help us with that, to identify and think about those bigger questions, to seek answers when we need them, and just as another avenue to learn more about what does it mean to follow Jesus Christ. So again, tune in, call 470-508-1160, make a pledge. Um, if any of y'all back in Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Carrollton, I know it's far out, far out, but even on the app or online, you can be listening to this. If you're there, call in and make a pledge. Make a pledge. If you're a business owner, you might want to become a business underwriter and you can promote your business on air and call for a special promotion during our pledge drive, 470-508-1160. I love your ex-year sort of description of the the Gregorian chants as otherworldly. And um, so much of what we deal with every day is just sort of, you know, the day-to-day routine mm-hmm. and we don't really get out of our own head and I think music helps us do that. And certainly music like that, that brings us to Christ, um, is so important. So, yeah, so we are, we are in a, in a great place here of really understanding how each of us individually experiences or encounters Christ through different things like music, like you did, Father. And some of these things are just so unique to us and, I think the radio station programs help us to understand that there are other people right in our own backyard that are experiencing the same thing, walking the walk with us. And that journey is just so important um, and different for each of us in, in unique ways. Don't you think? Um, I agree completely. We're all, that's one of the beauties about just the human experience. Each of us is completely unique. We're irrepeatable. There's no other person in the universe like this. And God loves us and God's love for us is unique and comes in a unique way. Like from my path is is very unique, but each of us has that unique path and it leads through all of our twists and turns to the same place. Um, and as you said, any any sense of community, whether it be like, you know, nowadays through online or through our families, through our parishes, but or through a radio station, we realize we're all so different, but so united because of that thread of God's love that comes into our life and that causes us to seek him, to seek his kingdom, to to wanting to follow him. Yeah. And I think it's a very internal sort of yearning that happens. Um, and I, again, I think that, you know, we all have certain types of music that, that we listen to. That resonates and, with us. Yeah, yeah. And somehow that, you know, that we, there's a lot of, um, you know, d- discussion among Catholics about what are your favorite songs that sort of bring you to Christ and um, help you understand that you have something else you're doing here, not just working and just your family and just the things we know about that we see every day, but um, but that's something else, something else that helps us build the body of Christ here on earth while we're on this journey. Amen. Together. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah. So, um, so good stuff. I, um, you know, I want to ask you more about um, your, your story. You attended a Holy Thursday service and um, you experienced something there um, on Holy Thursday, the washing of the feet. And then you said something interesting, nothing had prepared you for this. Tell us a little bit about that. Right. So this was after a few years of just listening and getting to know the church and I'd been to a couple of masses, and then I went to this big triduum service at the cathedral where we lived at that time, which was in Bombay, India, now Mumbai. And Holy Thursday was very, very interesting in the sense that um, what I saw that you had the Cardinal Archbishop of Bombay, who's a very important man, but bowing down, getting on his feet and washing the feet of these 12 men up on the stage where the mass was being held. And that's something that really struck me because... In Indian society is very stratified. You have caste and class and all of this stuff. Um, in, our, in the where we lived, we had a separate entrance for domestic servants to come into the to the condo. Mm. I mean, it's it's just it's very difficult to really experience unless you've really been there. Mm-hmm. And here was this clearly important religious figure on his feet, imitating Jesus Christ, and that really struck me. When I came back the next day, it was Good Friday. Um, that Good Friday, I joined the joined the line of of what everyone does for the veneration of the cross. You know, you genuflect and you kiss the cross. And I did that, and I was not I was not expecting at all what would happen next, is I really heard the Lord tell me inside, internally, I died for you. And wow, that was, um, yeah, that was something. I mean, when I got up, I had tears in my eyes. It was uh, completely out of the blue. So, That's, yeah, yeah, powerful encounter at that point was there were there any cognitive thoughts or were you just kind of like completely emotional at that point uh, the first thought was what just happened <laughs> like, yeah what i can just imagine happened? i remember walking by walked back home and i walked in my dad looked at me and they knew i was going i would go to the church church periodically and he looked at me and said what's happened to you have you become a christian like i don't know what he saw in my face isn't um, that interesting yeah but since then it became like i need to learn more i need to learn more it's entirely at that point like, I wouldn't have put it as seek his kingdom, but that's really what I wanted to do. I want to learn more. Who is Jesus? What is exactly is this church? Um, what what does this mean for me? Yeah, I thought it was interesting that your father had been with you before. Yeah, he'd been to mass and- with me before. He's, you know, he he went to school in England, um, and he loved the aesthetic of all of the, the church and music and all of that. And we shared that this love of music, so... That's so wonderful. Yeah. So you knew right then you were you there was something more happening. Um, you said it wasn't about the music anymore. At that point. Yeah. And the music was sort of the beginning. It touched you. It brought you somehow deeper into wondering curiosity. Mm-hmm. And then you had this Holy Thursday experience. And and the Good Friday experience. And now it's not about the music anymore. It Something wasn't aesthetic happened. anymore. It wasn't historical. It wasn't just an intellectual thing. It was it was like, who is who's this person who spoke? Um, and again, I wouldn't have articulated that way. But that's, that's what I started. That's what I started to do. So I started talking to priests. I started making friends. I had friends who were Catholic. I started talking to them about real stuff. Um, yeah. The music was a vehicle. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. So we've got some new donors, I understand, Rachel. We do indeed. Um, big thank you to Deb B. from Eatonton. And Deb donated in memory of Betty and Lou Werner. Um, Louis W. from Johns Creek. I think Maria knows Louis because Aww. this says for Maria. And also Veronica S. for Maria. So oh, my goodness. Thank you to our donors. Please keep calling. You're hearing some incredible content over here. So please call in and support Maria and Father and support, you know, vocations. Because think about it, Father, how many people might be listening to the station right now who are thinking of becoming Catholic like you were? Absolutely. You never know. And the thing about radio and the Internet is there's so many places, so many so many ways people, before they even like darken the door of a church or talk to anybody, they're going to do all their research to get all the weird out of the way, so to speak, and <laughs> get to a place of comfort, right, mm-hmm. before they're going to talk. That's how I was. Like, I didn't want to talk to a priest until, and that takes courage. And so this is an incredible opportunity to learn about the Catholic faith, to learn about Jesus Christ, what does it mean to follow him as a follower, um, through through the programming that's offered at the Quest, through the feeds that we have from EWTN, through all the local stuff that we do here. So it's a great resource. Support it, please, guys. 470-508-1160. 
Yeah, thank you. And I just want to say a personal thank you to Lewis and Veronica. That's very special to me um, that you're you're donating. We have a clip and this clip is from our locally produced podcast, The Book of Esther. And so um, we're challenged to have courage to accept our assignment from God or our our vocation, if you will, this call to fulfill our part in his plan. So let's take a listen. And what he wants from you and me is to live with faith, not fear. He wants us to know that whatever he does, his purpose is to help save us, to bless us, and ultimately to advance his kingdom. So God has given each one of us an assignment. He created you and me to make a difference in our homes, in our church, and even the world. The question, Linda, is, will you accept your assignment, whatever it will cost you? So I ask the listener today, Mm. will you accept your assignment, whatever it may cost you? Remember what Esther said when she fearfully agreed? to go to the king to ask for his help to save her people. She said, if I perish, I perish. God has placed you right here where you are today so you can help fulfill your part in his perfect plan. Praying and fasting are not only powerful ways to find favor with God, but they are also powerful weapons to help defeat your enemies, also his enemies. Mm, Yes. And remember to trust God in all things and keep praising him because the victory is in the praise. Wonderful. Well, you can uh, listen to the Book of Esther podcast on the Quest app and on the questatlanta.com. Very powerful message around, in a way, how brave are we that we would accept our role in building the body of Christ, accept our role in fulfilling his plan and, and do it at all costs, do it as a life change. Um, very interesting father. Uh, any thoughts on that? Um, it's interesting with the, with the book of Esther, you know, this, this unremarkable Jewish young woman, and she becomes the savior of her people. The, the the courage and that's that's a gift from God and that's how God wants to use us. Each and every one of us has that opportunity in our own sphere of influence to be that presence of Jesus Christ and to fulfill our vocation in that way. So yeah, absolutely. Courage. Yeah, courage. Well, welcome back, everybody. I'm Maria Forbes with Father Garof Shroff, and we're so happy to be with you today on Seek His Kingdom, the Quest Atlanta. And now more than ever, we really need Catholic radio. It seems like Everything of faith and virtue is under attack in some way. And we're seeing right now on television, on the radio, a lot of information that creates anxiety and fear um, to, with our listeners. And so we place, we need a place that gives us something else. It gives us perspective and peace and a place that restores our faith in our spirit. And that's what we get on the quest every day. We can hear God's word everywhere we are, like in our car, listening on Alexa, on our phone, on the app. And today's a great and very important day for us to get, raise those funds that keep this great radio station on air. So give us a call at 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160. We're talking with Father Garov today about vocation discerning it, discovering it, and living it out. And so we really want to get a little uh, deeper into that discussion. But first, I want to know if we have any updates, Rachel, anything new coming in? Yes, so I can see people typing. So right now, I only see one new donation, but let's go on and say a big thank you to Carol N. from Carrollton. Um, Maybe you know Carol M. N., Father? Oh, I do know Carol N. She is a very, very, she's an awesome person. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Carol. I really appreciate that. That's exciting. Awesome. And let's remind everybody that we do have a match this hour. So if we can get 
$2,000 this hour. Your money up to $2,000 will be matched dollar for dollar. So please call in. We want to get 20 calls this hour. We're about, let's see, a third of the way through. So we've got plenty of time to get 20 calls. Please call in. Um, reminder, we have, if you've been listening, you know we have a bell in our studio. And our hosts usually love to ring the bell. So there are a couple of reasons we can ring the bell. If we get a monthly donor, we can ring the bell. If we get a station guardian, a station guardian is somebody who donates $100 or more per month. We can ring the bell for that. A leadership giver is a one-time donation of $1,000 or more. And of course, if we meet our goal, we ring that bell. We might throw in other reasons to ring that bell, but we love our yellow bell in here. So call in because I see Maria eyeing that bell. She wants to <laughs> ring it, don't you, Maria? I really want to ring that bell, and I just noticed it has a great happy face on the on the front of it. So yes, I'm excited to ring that bell. So help us out and help the station. It's such a great resource for everyone. Um, Catholics, non-Catholics, anybody listening, um, we're happy to have you as part of the mission of the quest. So great. Thank you, Rachel, for those updates. Father, you know, I think a lot about Catholics exploring their personal gifts of the Holy Spirit. We talk a lot about this at at parishes um, throughout our diocese. And it's it's through resources like Catherine of Siena, Spiritual Gifts Inventory, or the Gallup, Living Your Strengths, um, Strengths Finder Assessment. And we have lots of good books and programs on discovering your gifts. And we receive great validation of our own unique abilities that God has gifted to us. Um, but the lingering question is, what do you do now? Once you understand that, what's the, what's the walk that goes alongside that knowledge? So give us some advice on, on, for, for our listeners on how we can discern our vocation. That's a wonderful question, uh, Maria. Uh, and the thing is, I'm not sure that the things like Catherine of Siena called in gift and other things are that very commonly known. I know the parishes that you've been involved in, or we're talking about when I was at St. Bridget as a seminarian, those are unusual. In most places, I'm sorry to say, the talk about discernment is only about when it comes to like, oh, a young man becoming a priest. Our vocation, vocation as a call, is for everybody Everyone in our in our baptism, we've been called to this vocation of love and holiness. Um, and when if this sense we have a Catholic culture, a worldview, it says every Catholic, as a family, as an individual, as a community, we need to discern how does God want to use us? How does God calling us to fulfill what we're supposed to be and in 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 communion, in in relationship with Him? When that becomes sort of a routine then we can really have and talk about this culture of discernment. From an individual level, I think the first thing that happens is Jesus has to become real. It's not just about the faith in an abstract way. It's not just about going to church. Like, you know, as I always tease some of my people showing up after the gospel and leaving right after communion, Mm -hmm. like doing the bare minimum, Mm -hmm. somehow checking a box. Um, Or as I see sometimes when it, you know, especially with some of our immigrant communities, the second generation, the younger, younger kids, you know, they, they might not understand Spanish that well. They seem so completely disconnected at mass. This has nothing to do with their life. And the realization that my life as it is, what I'm doing, my, my desires, my thoughts, my, my ambitions, my struggles, everything has to do with God and that God, the Father, Jesus Christ loves us and wants to be part of our life. That realization where Jesus becomes a real person, I think that's the first step. And then the next thing would be once that that sense of personal relationship starts deepening, there's an awakening to that, the very first step has to be prayer. Very mm-hmm. stuff has to be that. So the only way we can listen to God and listen to his voice is if we actually spend time with him. I tell my teenagers, like, you've got a BFF and you're texting all the time. If you didn't text your friend and spend time with him or her, what are you going to do? What are you doing? That's not going to be a friendship. It's the same with God. We have to spend time with him. Um, and so that's why I'm so grateful that right now, for instance, we have people who are praying at this very moment in adoration for our pledge drive, but that's a chance to really be in communion with the with the heart of Christ. So it starts with prayer. It starts with prayer. That's the first step. And then you can go from there in other conversations. So, and one big piece of that is, a station such as this to learn more about the experience of others and so call and support us 470-508-1160 that relationship with jesus relationship with the church sacraments prayer that's where it starts 
Yes, thank you. We'll come back to prayer. I can't wait to talk about that. Um, We have a new donor to announce. Rachel, tell us about that. Yeah, so I know we're about to head into break, but I wanted to share this message from one of our donors who just called in, Valerie N. from Johns Creek. And Valerie says, the matching donations helped me to decide to donate now. So maybe you're listening and you're like Valerie, and you're wondering if you should donate, like, will your dollar really go that far? Well, Valerie can tell you, yes, it will. This hour, Father, what what is our match this hour? I think it's $2,000. Up to $2,000, we're going to get... Yeah. Uh, the donations match. So thank you, Valerie. Mm-hmm. So up to $2,000 and we're about to go into break, but you know what that means? That means that we have three minutes where you won't miss any of this great content while you make your phone call. 470-508-1160. Or you know what? If you're listening on the stream online, why don't you just open another tab? Oh no, you're already on thequestatlanta.com, right? So go and click the donate button. You can take these three minutes. We're looking forward to announcing your name when we get back to break back from break, so please stay tuned. This is Sonia Talkwer. I am a sophomore from Notre Dame Academy in Duluth, Georgia. You're listening to Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160 The Quest. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. Mary Rita Schilke Corzan wrote a poem of appreciation to her mother 30 years ago. Its words about the influence of adults on children still ring true today. Here's an excerpt. When you thought I wasn't looking, you hung my first painting on the refrigerator, and I wanted to paint another. When you thought I wasn't looking, you baked a birthday cake just for me, and I knew that little things were special things. When you thought I wasn't looking, you said a prayer, and I believed there was a God that I could always talk to. When you thought I wasn't looking, you kissed me goodnight, and I felt loved. When you thought I wasn't looking, I looked, and wanted to say thanks for all those things you did when you thought I wasn't looking. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. Hello, I'm Father Tony Blunt. I'm inviting you to join my brother, Father Jim Blunt, Tuesdays at 2 p.m., on Heaven's Light on the Quest Radio Network. You won't be disappointed. AM 1160 The Quest provides Catholic content 24-7. While you'll only find us on your radio dial from dawn to dusk, you can listen live anywhere, anytime on thequestatlanta.com. The Quest presents Lesser Known Saints with Ken and Chuck. Tell us about St. Lidwina. She was born in the Netherlands in 1380. As a young girl, she was known for her prolific ability as an ice skater. But at the age of 15, she was injured in a tragic skating accident. She would ultimately wind up partially paralyzed for the remainder of her life. A young woman of profound faith, Lidwina would use this time to pray unceasingly while offering up her physical suffering to God. As her relationship with the Lord deepened, she experienced numerous mystical visions. She quickly became known as a holy woman and a healer. Legend states that she was nourished only by the Eucharist for more than 19 years. When she died, it was reported that she saw Jesus coming to administer the last rite. Devotion to her would spread rapidly after her death, and a biography was written by Thomas Kempis. St. Louis' feast day is April 14th, and she is the patron saint of ice skaters. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. As one of the largest and strongest life insurers in North America, the Knights of Columbus has been protecting the financial futures of Catholic families for more than a century. Are you ready to protect yours? Find your local Knights of Columbus agent at kfc.org forward slash FAA. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Maria Forbes here with Father Garof Schroff, and we are um, happy to be with you today at the Pledge Drive Seeking His Kingdom for the Quest Atlanta AM 1160. If you're just joining us, we're talking today about discovering your vocation, living it out, and Father has some great input for us and guidance for us as we're 
as we're talking together this morning. So um, we want to talk a little bit more about um, prayer. As Father, before we took the break, Father was talking about prayer sort of being central to discovering God's call. Tell us a little more about that, Father. Absolutely. Um, you know, earlier we talked a little bit about my own vocation. And what was interesting is, as I was coming to the church, no one really talked talk to me about prayer. Um, they... It, they were talking about all kinds of other things, but like to actually spend time in prayer. Um, it's something I sort of discovered in first on my own. And the only prayer I knew, being the nerd that I was, was the Gloria in Latin. Mm-hmm. And that's the one I'd go to the chapel at the end of classes and then I would pray that. Um, and so the thing about prayer is I think, you know, we grow up saying our prayers um, and that's fine when you're a kid. But as you mature, your relationship with God should also be maturing. It makes no sense to relate to your mother, your father, as if you were a three-year-old when you're 20 or 30. And same thing with our Heavenly Father. So we need to mature in that. And so much of that happens when we realize the Lord actually does speak to us, um, and He reveals His will to us, and He reveals His love to us when we are quiet, when we spend time in silence. So moving from prayer as simply a recitation of various devotions, all of which are good, um, to prayer where you spend time with the Lord. So what I tell people when they come talk to me about, if Father, I need to learn how to pray, which is a great question. It's one of the best questions I think a priest would like to hear is, Father, I want to learn how to pray more. Um, is spend time, put it in your phone, put it in your calendar, make an intentional practice every day of spending 10 minutes and make that as far as possible consistent depending on your schedule. It's interesting how difficult that becomes because we are so used to having always stuff going on, but to have time in silence, um, intentional. The most important thing is not what you're doing in that time, is the most important thing first is to show up and to do that. And when we're when we're when we are generous with that time, God is generous with us with His spiritual gifts. So, so true, mm-hmm. so true, and it's so interesting. You're talking about you know it, as as a young Catholic, you're memorizing prayers, <laughs> but as you mature, you start to understand what they actually mean yes, and what absolutely. you're saying to God, and and how you receive such blessing from that prayer. Absolutely. Um, and so, and yeah, that old saying, silence is golden. It's so true, right? It we, is. To be quiet, it to is. just allow God to speak to us. Um, I have this practice of every client meeting right before I say, um, you know, Jesus guide me through this, help me to to do the best I can. And after it's finished and it goes really well and somebody affirms, I say, thank you, Jesus, and make the sign of the cross because yeah. I know it wasn't me. It was so much about the blessings we receive, as you say, right? It's it's so much about what we receive from that silent time and that yes. conversation with God. The, the other thing, you know, I know a lot of people hear the quest in the car and that's great. And I'm not going to tell you not to do that. But if once in a while we can turn things off in the car and just be with God, if that's the only time we're going to have, because, you know, there's kids at home, there's other stuff going on at home, find a little bit of quiet time and just just be listening. And, you know, our minds are going to jump around because, you know, minds are like monkey brains. Um, they're always <laughs> jumping. That's OK. You just bring and focus. It's 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 not that difficult. There's no technique. It's not a performance. We're not doing something for God. We're just showing up and letting him love us in that time. And it's incredible as we grow in that, how things change in our lives. But the other times you should be listening to The Quest Atlanta in the car. And this is our hour where we are supporting The Quest. So come in, call in this hour, 470-508-1160. Um, and this hour, we also have a matching donation for up to $2,000. So... Um, when you're done with your silent time, tune into the quest. And while we're talking about cars, I just want to give a shout out to the Roswell location of Chick-fil-A. Um, they were so generous as to provide us here at the quest, a breakfast for each day of our pledge drive. So, you know, when you're done with your silent time and you turn back on the quest radio, how about you stop by the Roswell Chick-fil-A, pick up some yummy. Oh man, we're, we're getting closer to lunchtime. I don't know, maybe breakfast, maybe an early lunch, but head on that way as well. Um, I, Maria, I just got a shout out for you. So I wanted to share that with oh my you gosh. real quick. Um, so we have a shout out and, and a donation from Grace F. from Atlanta. And she says, proud of you, mom. Oh, my goodness. That's oh, awesome. That's so nice. That's awesome. <laughs> 
you just never know. You know, we send <laughs> mm -hmm. out the the um, the letter saying, you know, hey, everybody, we're doing this. We'd love to have your support. You just you never know what what that does. Or, you know, who's really listening? And so, thank you, Grace. I love you. That's wonderful. Um, Good, good stuff today. We're, I'm feeling very blessed, and um, we're, we're excited to be here this morning at the AM 1160, The Quest. And Father, I imagine your vocation is a journey not unlike ours. Similar challenges, you know, you talked about um, even just in silent time, our brain's kind of jumping around, and I think that's something a lot of us feel guilty about in prayer. It's like, oh gosh, I did it again, you know, got derailed from my thoughts, but also just in in really living out what God is asking of us, we get derailed. We, you know, those challenges are really tough because life is pulling us in lots of different directions, work and family and friends and community. And it's so hard. And so, you know, what do you say to, to the laity who is really wanting that feeling of, I understand my purpose. I understand what God's calling me to do. Absolutely, that's a, that's a great question, Maria. Um, the, we're going just going back to our monkey brains, um, it's okay. It's okay. I, I know we all feel guilty about it. As long as we struggle against it and we bring ourselves back, and if that's all we do for the ten minutes or fifteen minutes or thirty minutes, if that's all we do, we're building spiritual muscle and we're building fidelity, and it's going to bear fruit. We should never judge our prayer about how we feel in the moment or afterwards. That's not the measure of prayer, and it's not the measure of our relationship with God. The true measure is our growth in charity and how we treat others, especially the ones we get most annoyed by, <laughs> right? Um, that's the measure, is prayer working, is, 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 is this life of Jesus growing in me. So there's so many pressures on us. There's so many pressures on us. You know, even as, I mean, people think, I don't know what people think about priests, like we live in some kind of a, you know, spiritually, like hermetically sealed bubble or something. All of us have all kinds of pressures. We all have our own personal stuff. We all have challenges, everything. The Lord is present in that. The, that's the most important thing I think I would want people to say. God is not absent. He's not somewhere there. He is present. We want to escape reality and go somewhere else at times, but he is present in the mess of things. And so much of the Christian walk is just realizing and being aware of and opening our eyes, our eyes of faith to the fact that Jesus is here um, and seek his face right here. And when that presence, we become aware of that, that changes the circumstances. Just as when we know when we're by ourselves, we get a phone call and someone's thinking of us or a text or just the presence of the thought of like, you know, our spouse or our family or our loved ones. That presence changes that circumstance right there. The realization that Christ is always with us. His Holy Spirit is always with us. That's what changes circumstances. What prayer does is it deepens that. When it comes to discerning that vocation on a larger scale, that's when that regular prayer is important. There's all kinds of other resources as well available. So one resource is what you're listening to right now, The Quest, AM 1160. And in this pledge drive, I ask you to, to call and support them Support them with your prayers, support them with your goodwill, support them as, as much as you're able with your financial, financial contribution, 470-508-1160. It's so important. And I just want to jump in real quick. Um, so we've got about 20 minutes left in the hour, and we're about halfway to our matching gift, all right? So uh, thank you again to our donors, Deb B. from Eatonton, Lewis W. from Johns Creek, Veronica S. from Alpharetta, Carol N. from Carrollton, Valerie N. from Johns Creek, Grace F. from Atlanta, and Linda M. from Roswell. Really want to encourage you guys. We have a matching gift of $2,000 this hour. Please do not let this match go to waste. Um, 20 minutes, plenty of time to call. I know you don't want to to go away from the radio for even a second to miss any of this content, but I'm telling you, just open up your phone, dial the number while you're listening to the radio, or go online, Quest Atlanta. You're already on Quest Atlanta listening through the stream, thequestatlanta.com, um, or you can call 470-508-1160. So come on, guys, 20 minutes. Please, please, please call in. Let us get to that match. I know that there are people in this studio who want to ring our Yellow Bell Father is about to ring it without, without even reaching one of these. So call in. <laughs> how about a monthly donor? You know, one thing that we have here is a dollar a day club. Um, you can guess how many dollars that is if you know how many days there are in a year, but that would be a great donation 
donation that you could make, or you could join the St. Gabriel Society, which is a donation of $25 or more a month. Um, the St. Gabriel Society is a wonderful society to be in because we actually have masses said here at the Quest. So if you're in the St. Gabriel Society, um, there will be a mass said for you and your intentions once a month, every month. So, you know, every month that you're donating, there is a mass being celebrated for you. So please call in, let Father ring this bell. Uh, you know that he's waiting to do it. The number again is 470-508-1160. Thank you, Rachel. Okay, so I didn't get to ring the bell the first half. So Father's got it in front of him and um, he is really inspiring us this morning with not only his own story, but a lot of great advice on understanding your personal gifts from God, you know, the, the way that you uniquely help to build the body of Christ and really just encounter Christ in your life and all the blessings that surround you when you do have a close relationship with Christ. So vocation this morning, it's just something we think priests have it so much easier for you, so much harder for all of us that are running around like ants in an ant farm. Um, what, you know, and, and the, the other thing is, uh, you know, we think we, we experience all these, these times and you feel like God is present, but I don't feel him there. I can't tell what's happening. How do I know? Well, that's an excellent question, Maria. Um, as I said a little while back, when it comes to our feelings and prayer and so on, feelings are in in Spanish. I'll say son como burros. They're they're like they're like donkeys. They, <laughs> they they you know when we want them to be really going, they're standing stubborn, and we don't. And they're like pulling us in all these different directions. <laughs> but we are we are very you know that's the way we're made. And feelings are really our emotions, our, our passions really drive us. That's part of part of the reason of, of it's a it's an effect of original sin. We're not driven by reason. We're driven more by our feelings and instincts. Um, yeah, it's and when that happens, when we realize, for instance, things are dry, or we feel abandoned, or we feel alone, this is what the virtue of faith is. Faith is not a feeling. Faith is a realization that God is real, that our mind tells us, and we trust the one who's been speaking to us, the church has been revealing to us, the experience of others that they have shared, and we trust that God is present. So when we exercise the virtue of faith in spite our feelings— we're actually drawing closer to God. You have all the so many stories of the saints um, who felt abandoned. I mean, the most famous recent one is Mother Teresa, who had all these years and years of that dark night of the sense of being abandoned. And look at what God accomplished through her, right? And so when we are going through that time of, of dryness or darkness or isolation, it's important, one, to reach out um, at a human level, but spiritually to say, Lord Jesus, I love you, and I know that I, I, I wish I could feel you more, but I believe that you're present, and I will wait on you. I'll wait on you. And that itself changes our circumstances again, just that exercise of the virtue of faith and the virtue of hope. So again, never to lose sight of the reality that God desires our presence and our love much more than we do. He desires us to be saved much more than we do. He desires us to follow his purpose much more than we do. He is more than on our side. And that's the good news. That's the good news. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, the other thing we tend to do is, and you see people that, you know, there's sort of the, um, it's like the 80-20 rule that, 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 that we see a lot in, in business and in volunteer communities, you know, and you sort of see those um, holy ones, the ones that are everywhere at church volunteering, they, their works are great, You're, they're visible, they're tangible. What, what, is, what happens when we, we're praying, we're, we're practicing silent time, we're wanting Jesus to be with us, and, it's, and, and talk to us a little bit about the intangible blessings of that. Absolutely. Um, I think it's important to, to realize the Christian life is not lived entirely in church. For most of the laity, for most of the faithful, your Christian life is lived where you are, because you actually are the outpost of the body of Christ in your family, in your workplace, in your school, in your neighborhood, wherever you are. When you go shopping, you are, that's the body of Christ, the church reaching that place through you. Um, so this idea there's this church life and the rest of life, that's that's a false distinction. And so encourage people, you don't have to become like busybody church lady person. Mm -hmm. um, maybe that is what you're supposed to do in your state of life if you have the time and you, you're retired, say, or you, you, you know, you, that's, that's your call. But otherwise, 
you come to church to be filled with the word, with the sacrament, um, and to really get empowered and then to go out and live that, to live that out in the world. So when you're there, follow the commandments. When you're there, be Christ's presence. Be the presence of hope. I mean, think of this time we've lived through of a pandemic and so much disruption. Instead of giving into bitterness, be a person who will give a helping hand, who will be there for someone else, who will give them a listening ear. Know as the person that this person lives being a human being, lives their humanity in a different way that's attractive, that invites others into relationship, that is a source of hope for others. And that can be, and God can use our particular gifts, all the different things he's given us, our talents, through that in so many different ways. But we are there with Christ for the sake of whoever it is in front of us at that moment. And that changes thing, in my opinion. That changes how we look at everything, every interaction, every day. Um, so you're listening wherever you are right now. You're listening at home. You're listening. Um, maybe you're preparing, getting ready for lunch. Or maybe you're at work taking a break. Maybe you're in, on the drive. Support us. Support us. The Quest, AM 1160, 470-508-1160. Um, just a quick update in terms of donors. Uh, thank you to Tom C. from Carrollton and Jane L. Those are the two new donors that we've just gotten. And guys, we are still at that halfway point of getting to our matching gift. Also, We're also about halfway um, in terms of our goal of 20 calls. We have about 10 minutes left in the hour. All right, okay, 13. So 13 minutes. Let's get 13 more calls in those hours. And you know what? You know what we really need right, right now? We need a station guardian. Maria, do you happen to know what a station guardian is? Well, I do. Our station guardian. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. I threw it, you a curveball. It's over here. It, it's $100 a month. The station guardians donate $100 a month. Um, I'm sorry. I, I threw her threw a curveball there. But why we need a station guardian because if we get that amount, um, we will reach our both our matching gift, uh, which is a reason to r- ring the bell, and... We will have gotten the station cardian, which is also a reason to ring the bell. So we've got two people in here who want to ring the bell. And uh, so call in right now. Station guardian, $100 per month. We know that, that, is, that that's a very generous sacrifice that you can make on behalf of Catholic Radio. So that number again is 470-508-1160. And I just want to say a thank you in advance to someone who's going to call. I just know it. I feel it. Father, it's going to happen. We're going to get that station guardian um, this hour. We don't have a lot of time left, but I do want to talk uh, just for a few minutes about shows on the quest. AM 1160. We've got... Shows like Take Two, which is a call-in show, and it's an amazing resource for really hearing the experiences of other Catholics and non-Catholics, kind of like what you were talking about, Father. It's just so different for everyone. There's not one recipe for understanding your call to build the body of Christ. It's so unique to each of us, and that's why it's it feels like you can't just watch someone else's path and and, and say, I need to do that. Or, you know, it's not faith by works. It's different. It's different for everyone. And so um, I love hearing those stories as we're all seeking his kingdom. And, and you know, we encounter Christ and help us to know that we're not alone when this happens. It might be different for me than it is for you, but we're all together in on this journey. Do you think um, the Quest programs are um, particularly helpful in vocation, in understanding your vocation? Absolutely, Maria. Um, first, what you said about, um, you know, everyone's different. And that's so true. If you look at the lives of the saints, you see such a unique tapestry, right? Such diversity that is united in, that is united in, um, uh, through, the, through faith. But, you know, what's really the same and boring? It's sin. Sin is, I mean, listen to confessions for an hour, and it's like the same stuff. It's the same stuff. It's boring. What's really amazing and what's really incredibly creative is God's work in us, which is what makes saints, which is what makes us truly into the image of God. Each of us reflecting God's beauty and truth and goodness in a different way and being part of that beautiful kaleidoscope of of God's glory being reflected in us. And so 
every one of us has that path. Every one of us has that opportunity. And the programs, things like Take Two, things like listening to other people's calls, things like what I was referring to earlier, when people who are hesitating or they're coming again to faith or coming to faith for the first time or are looking at the Catholic Church and they can just tune in anonymously and learn Learn from the stories of others, such as like the Coming Home Network that EWTN broadcasts, or um, all of those things. So join this amazing adventure on the quest, and that can be a help on your on your um, journey. And I think uh, you've got some new donors, Rachel. Is yeah, that correct? we just have these donors that keep popping in. So thank you to Jane L. Jane L. donated in honor of the St. John's University Atlanta alumni. We've been having some St. John's alumni here answering the phone. So, hey, if you went to St. John's University, you're an alumni here in Atlanta or even listening from afar, the number is 470-508-1160 or you can go online to thequestatlanta.com. But if you call in, you might hear, you might get to talk to some of your fellow alumni. We also have Richard M. from Atlanta, Julian James W. from Atlanta, and Catherine G. from Stone Mountain. Um, so those are our donors. Thank you so much to our donors. Uh, those of you who might be driving right now, uh, perhaps you're driving around 285, I want you to keep your eye out for a truck that says Seek His Kingdom on it. If you were listening last hour, you heard Tony from Verse Sprite, and he actually has a truck driving around 285 with an advertisement for Seek His Kingdom. So if you're hearing this right now and you're driving on 285, maybe you see the truck, maybe you don't. You can take this as a sign that you should call in very soon. We'll be on air for a couple more minutes before commercial break, but I know there's this bell sitting here that's very tempting. So go on and call in 470-508-1160 and help us reach our goal. Yeah, look for Tony's look for Tony's truck. That's a that's a great sign. Um, I, you know, I want to wrap up the the vocation conversation with one more question, Father, and that is, for all of us at you know parishioners for the laity, what should we look for at our parishes to help us understand our own call and for building the body of Christ? Absolutely, I think if your parish, if there's nothing going on as far as discerning people's strengths and gifts. I think go talk to your parish leadership team or your priest and say, Father, this is something that will help us. Programs such as the Catherine of Siena Gifts Inventory, what they do is they help us understand what the Holy Spirit has given us, and that becomes a path and a channel to show I can utilize these particular gifts, these particular spiritual gifts, also known as charisms, and this is how the Lord wants to use me in this corner of his vineyard to promote the kingdom. So that's one very easy way. But also just to have this idea that I can do something right now. I can do something right now with what God has given me. And so one of the things we can do right now is, if you're listening to this, to support the AM, support the quest, AM 1160, 470-508-1160. That's just a small bit of your walk with the Lord and support all of the wonderful programming, wonderful things that go on here. Yeah, it's a first step, right? And I want to thank you, Father, for such great guidance today on understanding what vocation really means and that it starts with love and it starts with prayer and it's it's time with the Lord to to really give us the encounter that we're looking for and that it's unique for everyone. So remember, there are people praying for you right now in the Quest Atlanta Chapel. And uh, Father, I'd love to have you close us with a prayer. Absolutely. Let's just give thanks and praise to God Almighty, the Most Holy Trinity. Lord Jesus, give you thanks for all those who've called in and supported, all those who are driving. Keep everyone safe on the roads today, Lord. And pray for all those who are struggling right now in their faith or with their situation at home and at their job or families. Let everyone know your love, your presence, your closeness, Lord Jesus. And I give you thanks for our donors, all those who support the work of this apostolate, um, for all of our volunteers. And we give glory and praise to God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Thank Father, you. and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, stay tuned. We will continue with our Seek His Kingdom Pledge Drive after this break. <laughs> 